Welcome back to Harmonize Your Life Conversations on Self-Care for Women of Color podcast with your host, Dr. Tony G. Alvarado. I am so excited to have you back in the podcast studio with us this month. It is the month of June and we are doing something with the podcast this month, something we've never done before. The whole month we will have men uh, leading our discussions. I'll be interviewing and speaking with a team of men who are going to come on. We're dedicating this entire month to self-care, health, and wellness for men, Black men, particularly men of color. And so I am excited um, that um, these brothers that are going to be coming in with me all month to talk to us about uh, uh, self-care, health, and wellness. I want you to let every man that you know, every uh, your son, your husband, your brothers, your your male pastors, your your nephews, your your co-workers, any man in your life, women, I want you to let them know that they need to pay attention to and tune into the Harmonize Your Life uh, uh, podcast with Dr. Tony this month. I'm also excited because my husband, Bishop Jonathan Alvarado, is going to be co-hosting the entire month. This is the first time he's co-hosted with me all month. He's been a guest on the podcast, but this month I asked him if he would come in and co-host with me. And so I am so, so excited. It's going to be an exciting month starting with today's episode. So um, we'll be right back with our first guest, our host, uh, Bishop Alvarado and I will be right back. And our first guest will be up in just a moment right after this. Stay with us. Well, I told you we have a wonderful, wonderful month uh, of, of conversations on self-care, and you do not want to miss uh, what we're going to be doing this month on the Harmonize Your Life podcast. So first of all, let me just thank my husband for being in the studio with us, Bishop Jonathan Alvarado. He is the senior pastor of the Grace Church International right here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, he is the presiding uh, bishop of the Grace Fellowship of Churches International. Many of you know him from the uh, Global Pentecostal Perspectives show that he hosts. He has a talk show that he hosts uh, where he's doing the nexus between the, the academy and the church and the culture. And so he is a scholar. He is a teacher. He is a preacher. He is my husband. Uh, and the father of all my children. What you say? What you say? <laughs> he is my best friend, and I love him dearly. And I'm so grateful that Bishop Alvarado, my husband, uh, Dr. Jonathan Alvarado, is our guest host for uh, co host for the podcast this whole month. You're going to be hearing from us. You'll kind of get to see how we dialogue one uh, with the other and uh, how we, uh, our energy, one with the other. Thank you for being with me, honey. 
You're most welcome. Thank you for allowing me to come on this austere platform. Uh, it's an exciting time. Uh, Harmonize Your Life uh, 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 conversations for women of color. And uh, um, I'm grateful for you bringing us on. Let the brothers speak and have a moment to be able to uh, dedicate this month because here's the truth of the matter. We're called together in partnership. There ain't no sense in the men thriving and the women uh, dying or the women thriving and the men dying. I'm glad that you have the wisdom and the foresight to be able to uh, collectively uh, lift up our community, which is your MO. That's what you've been doing, girl, ever since I met you. You've been lifting up other people and making their lives better. And Harmonize Your Life is one of those venues and opportunities to do so. So I'm grateful to be able to be a part of the platform with you on tonight. Thank you. You make me look good, too. (laughs) Thank you. Um, And I want to introduce our first guest, Bishop. So we have in the studio with us, Dr. Calvin Ellison. Oh, yes. No stranger to you and I. Um, um, And he is no stranger to our church community. He's done some work with our men's ministry. You've been a part of his Maximizing Manhood ministry. He's had you on as a guest. Um, He and I have been um, sharing that we have been dialoguing around this whole, um, this, we share like passion around self-care, health, and wellness for our community. So we've done some community talks together. Absolutely. um, This is not his first time to the Harmonize Your Life podcast, but he is back with us this month um, to help us kick off the the conversations that we're going to be having all month in the month of June. And so um, he's going to help us out. I just want to read a little bit of Dr. Ellison's bio a little bit. So Dr. Calvin Ellison is an author, an entrepreneur, a naturopathic doctor. He is a certified uh, nutritional consultant, global wellness trailblazer, and uh, marriage and men's advisor. He is the founder and CEO of Success Dynamics uh, Incorporated and an Advantage Green Incorporated, as well as the author and founder of the Men Magnifying Manhood books and movement, as well as co-author and and founder of the Women Magnifying Womanhood book and movement. He is also the vice president for community Mm. Affairs of the Atlanta Black Chambers of Chambers of Commerce, Chamber of Commerce. And while pastoring for 20 years, he was a constant presenter at community colleges, universities, and businesses on various topics from health and wellness, community engagement, personal and professional growth. He has worked with such groups as NC Office of Minority Health and Health Disparities as a statewide coordinator of two health programs the town of Farmville, North Carolina, as a health consultant, the National Kidney Foundation, the Healthy Start Foundation, wow. the CDHHS Women's Health Branch. Oh, my God. So many wonderful things. Health departments, CBOs, and local churches. He has been a, a speaker. He has initiated two. Um, he has two regional initiatives while in North Carolina, the East Coast Restorative Academy, for men and the community empowerment network for community engagement that engage national and local politicians, state agencies, colleges, and universities. He and his wife have presented uh, uh, to thousands of married couples and singles nationally and internationally through seminars, banquets, television, and radio. And they have been married for over 39 years. He is the author of 10 books. You probably got more now. 
How many books yes. you got now? <laughs> well, it's 12 now. It's 12 books. So we got to update this bio. He is the author of 12 books and five national publications. So thank you for being here with us today, Dr. Ellis. Should we cheer now? Yes. <laughs> He's got all these little things, these toys and stuff. And he's I don't have my studio, but I'm going to let him do his thing. All right. He's the co-host. So I'm going to let him do what he do. All right. Sound effects. Sound effects. Okay. My, my pleasure to be with such a dynamic team. Well, thank you for being here with us. Dr. Ellison. Bishop, do you want to say anything to Dr. Ellison before we get Yeah, into so grateful for your presence, man. Your bio and work speaks for itself. You and your bride of 39 years. Is that is that does that need to be updated as well? In in about six months, yes. <laughs> but it's good for right now. Six See, on the 26th of this month, we'll hit our 29-year mark. Wow. Yes. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah, yes. so we're following hard after you guys and observing couples who have who have navigated life together and uh, such a big part uh, for me and and I know you'll say more about that for being healthy and being well uh, is being married um, and yes. I know within our community oftentimes marriage is not as uh, uh, as not as given a premium as much as it is, mm -hmm. but perhaps uh, you know your testimony is similar to mine. My life, physically, emotionally, sociologically, has improved and been better and better and better. Continues to be better uh, as a result of being married. Doctor uh, Doctor uh, Robert Franklin says that uh, married men uh, live longer. Yes. Live healthier, live more fulfilled, have more finances, have better and more frequent sex than their single counterparts. It's, it's the sociological study that he did when he wrote the book Crisis in the Village. And so that particularly stood out to me, along with all of your other incredible accolades and the work that you've done to uplift our community. The Lord's blessings be upon you for the way you've selflessly poured out to so many in our community. Well, so you're doing it to me already. I done told you once now, you're one of my favorite preachers and you're coming right out of the gate just messing <laughs> me up now, so be careful. <laughs> you know, this man is a preacher. Yeah, he'll do that to you. And while this isn't a marriage seminar, we're not talking specifically about marriage, but um, certainly health and wellness, um, being healthy and being well is um, an, a benefit or uh, right. will improve our marriages. Right. And so, um, and having a healthy marriage will improve our health and wellness. So it's really exactly mutually right. benefiting and it's mutually informing. Um, and I believe that um, when we're married, that the quality of our lives ought to improve. My life should be improved by being married to Jonathan Alvarado. Right. His life should be improved by being married to me. And if we're not improving one another and helping one another, then, you know, then we might we need to reevaluate what we're doing in our right, what we're doing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it, it ought to bring us up, not down. So right? true. So yeah. true. Yeah. So Dr. Ellison, share some of your story and why you got into this whole health and wellness space and um, why you're so impassioned or passionate about empowering men, particularly through your movement, through your books and your movement, empowering men um, to live healthy lives. Why is that? 
Uh, well, again, uh, Dr. Tony, thank you for allowing me, uh, you and Bishop, to be on this. Um, this is so critical. I applaud you for doing it. Um, as I look back on my evolution and remember some of my earlier young pictures, my hair, when I you know, had it, <laughs> used to be red in color, believe it or not. Wow. Literally. And, and my head was full of dandruff all the time for, uh, for quite a while. I didn't realize, Bishop, at that time, and Dr. Tony, I was deficient of nutrients. Red hair, literally, up to around 12, 13 years of age. Mm. Reddish in color. And I was having all types of intestinal issues because of the amount of the sodas that I was drinking um, and just was not getting nutritional stuff. You know, monkey see, monkey do, you yeah. know, so to speak. And then while working at the prison some years later, a friend of mine, we both ministers, um, he's a, an apostle of God in North Carolina, gave me a book entitled Why Christians Get Sick. Mm. Wow. When I got that book, it's like I had a burning bush experience. Wow. The fire of God just lit up in my soul. And, and I... I got on a hunger spree. I went out and bought somewhere around $400 worth of books and the, the hunger increased. And I went then to this health food store one day and looked on the back wall of the owner and it said something about a naturopathic doctor's degree. I'd never even heard that term before. Wow. So I asked her concerning it, got into school, got the doctoral degree, and guess what? My hunger increased. Wow. Then after that, I got into the certification as a nutritional consultant, finished it, and my hunger increased. I'm like, God, what is going on here? Long story short, best analogy that I could give is like the boss walks in, puts a folder on my desk, and I look up and he says, this is a part of your assignment from now on. You'll give an mm -hmm. account. To me concerning what you do with this and that's that's what led me into this particular wow. uh, uh, this area of dealing with health and wellness and i just saw things from so many different angles but bottom line it was like the lord was telling me i want to show you how death is gripping many of my people untimely wow that that's 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 amazing because you know as, as Christians, sometimes we think that we're not supposed to get sick. We think that, you know, we're, uh, you know, because mm -hmm. we're saved, you know, that that exempts us from from being sick or or having illnesses or or even dying. And um, one of my messages uh, for Christians is we can't expect God to do all the work, and then we do nothing right. about our own health and wellness. So we have a responsibility to be good stewards over this life and this body that God has given us. And so I can pray all day, but if I continue to eat unhealthy, not exercise or, or do things that are unhealthy, ingest things that are not good for my body or, 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 or participate in activities that are not healthy for me emotionally, mentally, psychologically, physically, then I can't just pray and ask God to heal me or deliver me and I keep 
doing the same thing. You know what they say about insanity is expect doing the same thing, expecting different results. Yeah. Well, you know, we as God's people, we love God. You know, I don't don't question that particular area, but oftentimes what I have found out over the years that we're not in compliance to the laws of God. Right. That governs healthy living. Right. We're not subject to the authority of what God said to put in the body. We're not subject to the law of rest. We're mm. not subject to some of these laws because everything is governed by laws. Fish are born into water for growth, development, survival, and so forth. Fish have to comply with the authority of the waters. Like birds have to comply yeah. with the yeah. authorities of the, law. yeah. the yeah. laws of flight work. Mm-hmm. We have not oftentimes been in compliance with the law. Wow. So we break the law, the laws of God, the law, the law of God that helps us stay healthy. And then we expect to be healthy. But you can't be healthy if you continue to break those laws. No. The laws that govern good uh a healthy living or good health. Yes. One one of the scriptures that God illuminated to me early on is that many of my people are like prodigal sons. And he said, you were one of them too. That's what he told me. Prodigals in the fact that we left home from daddy's wisdom about how to take care of what he created. He said, go bring my children back home. Go after my children and bring them back home to my wisdom. Wow. As to how to govern my, how to deal with the, the body that I gave you that I created. Bishop Alvarado, what do you have to say about that? So I'm just, you know, I don't have statements. I have questions. It seems to me that your your uh, your genesis in in this uh, journey of of self care, wellness, and men's health, particularly, began both in an anthropological center with your own lack of health, and then well, also with a theological center. You're gonna use those big words, y'all. Get ready, get the dictionary out. <laughs> Right there. I love it because I just sit at his feet off for a long time. The genesis of your story begins with your own health, and and then and then also continued when someone gave you a book, which why why Christians get sick, which is a theological perspective. So those two things coalescing that leapt in my heart, Doctor Ellison, as you were talking, and and Doctor Sony, when you were asking, you're questioning and, and, and interrogating that line because too few men, particularly men of color ask the question about their own health and what does God have to say about me and health? Well, that just brings me to my next question because I was going to ask you and both of you can maybe answer this. Um, Certainly, Dr. Ellison, why is it difficult for men? Um, A lot of times women, we're the ones that tend to be more concerned about our health. Um, when, when, When we look at our family dynamics, women are the ones that make sure everybody has their doctor's right. appointment right. and they're doing their doctor's appointments and, and making sure that their husband and their children, everybody is going to the doctor, doing their checkups, their physicals, doing, we're the ones mainly most of the, most of the times we're the ones in charge of the meals in our home and, and things of that nature. And I always say how the woman goes, so goes the home in terms of, we set the tone a lot of times in our home. We, you know, generally 
I set the tone for what we eat. You know what I'm saying? Not right. that everybody eats exactly the way I eat, but um, there ain't been no sodas in this house in years, and and now I'm looking around. Ain't no juice in this house. I'm just like, babe, I, I know what your commitments you've made, but you know, I stopped drinking. So you gonna make me stop drinking juice too? I, as the woman, I, it's just, we I do the grocery shopping, so I tend to. I, you know, when I got the revelation, I stopped drinking sodas years ago. So I didn't, I don't really, I didn't care for no soda, soda and, and, um, and we had to consider things like even when our son Joshua, when we were, um, learning about his, um, mental health, um, and how to help him, we had to learn what, what foods and things triggered his ADHD. And, um, and so those kind of things, his hyperactivity, bread, drinks, and things like that. We just right. didn't want those things in the house because it was not good. It wasn't healthy for, for our children. And so, but men tend to not be as meticulous or pay as much attention to their health as women do, as um, as our women do. So why is that? Why is it, does it seem to be more difficult for men to pay yeah. attention to their health? I, I want to play Bishop Jonathan Alvarado for a moment. Okay. <laughs> I want to go way back theologically. Was it like that in the beginning? When okay. God gave to Adam before Eve got on the scene, before God gave Adam the instructions that he gave him, did not God give Adam instructions about the number one wealth? For humanity, and that is our health. Did he not mm. do that? Mm. I don't believe that he left that out. But mm. somewhere in the process of life, we lost that, and it fell over into the hands of the women. Wow. Because I, I just I just cannot conceive that he would say, I want you to be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, have control, and then not download into Adam the utter importance of what to put in this body, how to take care of this body that he lived in. I believe that he gave it to Adam in the beginning, but somewhere down the line, we bumped our heads. Wow. We fell asleep. Wow. And so the women took it up, you know. Well, and, and let me let me just say this to you, because I want to balance a little bit of that, what you just said, because I believe he gave it to Adam and Eve. I think that law he gave to both of them. Because mm -hmm. he gave them dominion, he gave them yes. he stole both of them. But what you what I hear what you're saying though is possibly somewhere along the way, is it that women continue to hear that or or pick that up and men didn't? Or what are some sociological things that could be in play where black men particularly are concerned in in their health? Yeah, and that's where I wanted to kind of just evolve down the road a little bit. Okay. When slavery came, that was a hit. And all the dynamics of the things that happened there in slavery, mm -hmm. you know, and what we were fed and what we couldn't do and, and all of those things. And then just keep progressing over into um, like one book that I read by Harriet Washington entitled Medical Apartheid. Mm. When we were treated like guinea pigs. And this goes way, way, way right. back deep right. into yeah. the slavery days. Mm -hmm. You know, and then, of course, as we keep evolving, then, of course, we as a black race, particularly as black men, the way we were treated, 
we put up defenses against the medical industry. Right. And we looked at all the things that were done. Oh, okay. you're not going to do that to me. You know, and plus you forced this on me. So I believe that some of these various... But we have suspicion around medis, med, uh, the yes. medical community because, and we have rightfully so, yes. um, some of those suspicions because of the way we've been treated by, um, systemically treated by the yes. medical community in some ways. And then when you couple that with not seeing a lot of us out front leading the way or emphasizing the other importance of taking care of our health, that doesn't help the next generation. Sure. Because yeah. we're all moved by, I believe that all of us need a role model. Right. In health, in marriage. So if in, you so do you think that some of that's been passed on uh, generationally? If you didn't see your father taking care of your, himself, if you saw your father working hours and hours, because they had to in a lot of sure. ways, mm -hmm. um, uh, but there, there was no... Um, you know, no sense of the uh, of a role model as you as you're saying, showing our black men why this is important and what they should do or how they could step up and take better care of themselves. Yes, I, I definitely agree with that. And uh, even going back from um, through one man's sin entered the world. Yeah. You know, and then through one man we were reconnected back to the father. So that example, that person standing out front and emphasizing and role modeling, I believe is critical for any generation wow. because we all need we we all need a role model, we all need a focus, and we all need instructions. Wow! Just by way of our, our makeup and and the way we got to live. So I believe that with all that has happened. We, we've got to have a generation in light of all the statistics and the premature deaths. We've got to have a generation that picks up the baton or, or the torch and carry the light of truth concerning that. Wow. The, st the statistics and what is happening at present and been happening for years dictates. And here's another scripture the Lord illuminated in my spirit from 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. We've got to have a generation of people who go back and relight the lamp in the temple because mm. the lamp has gone out in the temple. Wow. So we got to go back and relight re that lamp of revelatory truths combined with, you know, modern practices to help people stay healthy and live longer. Wow, wow, wow. The, the incredible thing to me, and I'm, I'm particularly struck, I don't want to date the conversation uh, too too uh, strictly, but um, you know when I'm when I'm thinking about the the goings on today in all of the shootings and, and things. Uh, most recently, one of the most recent was the shooting of a black physician, Dr. Preston yeah. Flip. Yeah. And when I think about that murderous spirit, not only is it a tragedy of Shakespearean proportion that this kind of uh, health calamity, because gun violence is as much a calamity of health as. Yeah, uh, but the, the fact that a black physician, one who's been charged with the care of black people, a black male physician at that, and I think, uh, you know, I mean, of all the physicians in the United States of America, 85% of all black physicians come from three medical schools, all of whom, Howard University School of Medicine, Meharry School of Medicine, and, and the Morehouse School of Medicine. Mm -hmm. So all three of them, they, they produce 
uh, people that are that are sensitive to and are concerned about the care of our communities. And so it had a particular prophetic uh, edge to it that a black doctor was taken. All life is sacred and all deaths are tragic. But the, it speaks to this conversation because one of the guardians of our health was taken away from us. Yeah. One of those who's on assignment to, to, to I mean, uh, God forbid something happened to a Dr. Calvin Ellison who is charged with helping keep us alive. Yeah. Who's you know, educating our community and modeling the way for other black men. I, I love that, Bishop. Yeah. So, I like that. So that, that was like a demonic hit against yeah. what God is promoting. Yeah, I agree. Um, as far as our health is concerned. Sure. sure. You know, we, we know that everything has a spiritual uh, operation to it. So yeah. I definitely agree with you. And just yeah. send me that dictionary uh, that you have, you know, so I can utilize it. <laughs> Sorry, it's not a dictionary. It's a, it's a sorry, it's Dr. Tom. No. And I love it. I love it the way he brings it out. But. Yeah, he, he has a way with words. He's a wordsmith. So, um, Dr. Ellison, so share with us what are some of the ways you encourage men through your seminars, yeah. through your books, through your workshops? Talk to us about the work you're doing with maximizing manhood, magnifying manhood. I said maximizing. Did I say it right? Men magnifying manhood. That's what it is. And your books. Um, let me just put some of your books up on the screen. You have several books, and all of them are found on Leeds Bookstore, Seven Day Meal Plan, Heirs Together, The Rightly Related Couple, The Model Brand of Trail, Trailblazer, The Autobiography of Dr. Wow. Sin. Okay? So talk to us. Well, um, when it comes down to inspiring men um, in my seminars, workshops, we do take an edutaining approach. All right. <laughs> an edutaining approach to where we add some, some comedy uh, and some entertainment in the, the delivery of the message. Okay. You know, uh, I might go off on something like, when was the last time you heard of a hundred elephants going to the drugstore asking for a laxative mm. Mm. or 50,000 chicken dying of dementia mm. or uh, 35,000 lions too weak to go and chase a prey when they haven't eaten in five days. Wow. <laughs> so I tried to bring out something to where one person said that you take stuff that could be very boring when it comes down to health and give life to it. Sure. And that's Part of what the Lord inspired me about, make it entertaining, edutaining, wow. as I'll call it, to folk. But we do take that educational, that edutaining approach. And of course, the educational approach, because we know the Bible says that my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. knowledge. So we've got to bring that educational component on. We also take a, phys a, a philosophical approach, mm. you know, to the delivery, as well as a motivational and challenging approach. That if I don't do it, if I continue on the path that I'm on, what is my life going to be like? So I've got, I challenge them. Hey, you can do something. If you can't start with but five push-ups, I challenge you to start with that five. This is yes, where you try to come off because yeah. scientifically and biologically, um, scientists have found out that as far as men are concerned, uh, you could you can tell about the state of the heart, of course, by
about the push-up that you do. Wow. wow. You know? And so I, I have my own particular standard. Um, and I challenge myself on a regular basis to uphold that standard uh, from the push-ups to the, the miles to the other uh, things that I do. Uh, because part of my heartbeat is to model to this generation. Yes. I'm just tired of seeing and yeah. hearing about yeah. things that are happening in our communities and communities at large. So that's somewhat of what it looks like um, when we're doing those seminars. But with Men Magnifying Manhood, we do have a Zoom, an empowerment Zoom, every Tuesday night from 8.30 till usually 9.30, 9.40. Mm-hmm. And the unique thing about it is, too, we, well, we just ended the month of May with women magnifying manhood. Wow. Bishop, we had the women on because mm. it takes the village. So women magnified, ma- magnified manhood all the month of May. Wow. The of July, it's going to be men on this platform magnifying womanhood. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. wow. You know, and so we, we, we seek to build the men in the areas of purpose, identity, roles and responsibility, and productive living. Wow. And it's, it's a grand time. We, we have again, in purpose. Yes, in purpose, mm-hmm. identity, identity, roles and responsibility, roles and responsibilities, and how to be productive. So we inspire them in the business okay. space and just being. Being productive, because I believe this, that for us to operate the way daddy wants us to operate, we got to go back to what he first told Adam and Eve. Be productive. Be fruitful. Be productive. Right. Right. Productivity leads to influence. And influence leads to impact. Mm. We got to have more of our... Productivity leads to influence and influence leads to impact. I love that. Impact. Impact is, is the big dog. Jesus left an impact upon our world. Michael Jordan left an impact upon the basketball world and the world at large. He was very impactful. And so this is what we're striving for to get more of us being productive. Yeah. We can carry more influence Mm -hmm. and leave our mark on society being very impactful. And people are doing it in various spaces. And this is what we're after, after with men magnifying manhood Let's be influential in our marriages. Mm. Let's be impactful in our communities. Let's let the world know that we're here. Yeah. And, and other than when we see on a tombstone from 1930 to 1990 or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So this is what we're up to because in a generation like what we're living in, where so many households do not have a Bishop Jonathan Alvarado in them. Yeah. Well, there's no male there. If the boy didn't learn, the man just won't know. Yeah. You know, so let me get off of that. Kathy says it's it's easier to uh raise boys than fix men. Whoa. Whoa. And I thought something you said though, if the boy doesn't know, the man the boy didn't learn, the man won't know. This won't know. My people perish for the lack of knowledge. You, you. I'm, uh, last thing I want to ask you is because this this podcast has been dedicated to women of color, and many of us have men in our lives. I have my husband. I have sons. I have spiritual, natural sons, and spiritual sons. Um, I don't have any brothers 
biologically, but I do have brothers by marriage and brothers, friends who have become brothers. So I'm concerned not just about my health and women's health, but I'm concerned about the health of our men, which is why this whole month we're dedicating our conversations to to the men in our lives. And um, what can we do as women to encourage our men to be healthy, to live healthy lives, to eat healthy, to exercise and take better care of themselves? How can we encourage and um our, our spouses without nagging them or making them feel like, you know, we're trying to be their mother, but how can we do that in a way? I know I have encouraged my husband to work out. He just recently started working out. Uh, he did it again, um, again, right? Again. He started working out, periodically working out down through the years and he was an yes. athlete in high school and in college and all exactly. that. Exactly. But you know, over these last few years, he's, that's not been his thing. And um, so those who that follow me on social media know that I'm pretty, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty fanatic about exercising and eating healthy and taking care of myself and, um, and my community. So I would ask Bishop sometimes, honey, let's work out together. And he didn't want to work out with me. And that would make me feel like he just didn't want to be with me or he, you know, or and and or and so I think a few years ago we found um, something that we both enjoy. We both enjoy bike riding, so we bought bikes and we started doing that together. But there are people on here that um, that are listening, women on here, whether they're married or not, have men in their lives that they're concerned about. How can we encourage the men in our lives? And I'll just throw that out there to you, Dr. Ellison and Bishop Alvarado, please. Um, help with that. Well, you know, the Bible says that Jesus, by love and kindness, God drew us. So I believe in the warmth, the power, the light of modeling. Just model those, those good behaviors, those good, healthy behaviors. I think we need to start there. Just, just model it, consistently do it, consistently do it, just keep right on doing it. Because after a while, like, wow, constantly doing it. And then the results are going to show, of course. And then as a second strategy, just adding something healthy, a little bit here, a little bit there, letting them taste this homemade, like I, I make a homemade just about every night, not every, but just about, I, I'll make my own tomato juice. Mm. And I'll add some, I'll add some blueberries in it, or I'll add some um, these orange things, gosh, I forgot the name of them, but, but it's loaded with potassium, but I make mm -hmm. my own juices mm -hmm. and, and just kind of putting that down there with his meal, just a little bit, hmm, you get to drinking it and, or tasting it like, well, what is this? Now you've got the mind open, what is this? And it <laughs> even tastes good, you know, that'll move an individual to say, well, could you give me just a little bit more of that now you're reeling him, on, reeling him right on in, <laughs> you know. So those are two strategies I I, I like to advocate: the modeling and just adding something healthy to the diet and letting them try it out and making it kind of spicy, you know, dropping a little bit of this on it or a little bit of that in it, and and see how that plays on the mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. I'm gonna tell you that 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 has helped. I know with uh, it, when I would 
introduce new things. Uh, sometimes Bishop be like, mm, I don't know about that. But then he'd be like, uh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> Can I do a little bit more of that? Right, right. I mean, I think I think I would I would say yes and amen to that. I would certainly say yes and amen to that. Yeah, I mean, okay. it, would, it was um, all much of what I know contemporarily about health and wellness, and and particularly nutrition, and um, and caring for myself physically. Outside of the basic things that I learned when I was a child and and, and a teenager, um, I learned from and, uh, my wife by way of precept and example. Of course, she mm -hmm. is a health and wellness advocate and a, a self-described fanatic, but she's also trained in this area, having certifications as a wellness coach and a nutritional coach and those kind of things. And then she has given herself over to others to be able to advise and instruct and guide her in that way. One of the things that I've seen her do, one of the reasons that I'm an advocate for um, Harmonize Your Life, uh, the, the podcast, and one of the reasons I'm a, pa a, a platinum sponsor and a patron and all that, and I want to encourage others of you to become patrons of the self-care network and all the things that promote the health of our community for the very little investment that is asked, uh, $5, $10, $25 a month, and I'm a platinum $25 a month giver, and then when there's other, other opportunities, I, I sow into it in that way because it is literally, I've seen it in my own life and the lives of my children children and my uh, my daughter-in-law and hopefully the lives of our grandchildren soon and uh, and uh, in my own life um, the benefits of that that dr. Tony does not just teach it and have it by way of a podcast but lives it out she's done several things number one um, uh, what she she's the she's the um, the arbiter of uh, the the diet that we have in large part because she manages the kitchen in our household and so for women that are leading in households, um, you can say no to some of those sugary cereals. You can say no to sodas. If you're going to have that, you're going to buy it on your own because what I'm bringing into the house is going to promote our health. Mm -hmm. um, she has been the one that manages our calendar. And that may be an imposition and a, and a, and a but but uh, and and perhaps a burden, but she has has managed that for our family and created the kind of healthy habits for going to the dentist, going to the eye doctor, going to the physician, scheduling around our birthday annual physicals with each of our primary care physicians and the like, and and also just modeling and uh, making the kind of environment in our home conducive to uh, being able to do you know, working out and and uh, let's let's just walk together, let's just ride bikes together, let's do those kind of things, and so making that an inviting thing, not laborious, not a chore, but also uh, an invitation. But here's the, the thing that, that, that gripped me. If you love your mama, if you love your grandmama, if you love your, your spouse, if you love your children, Pastor Tony, Dr. Tony Alvarado taught me and others that taking care of yourself is a statement of love toward the people mm -hmm. that you say you love. Yeah. If you wow. really love them, one of the best ways you could show them that you love them is by taking care of yourself so that you can be around to love them for the rest of your life. Love them healthily. Love them with strength. Not needing them to wheel you about or care for you, which you know they will do. But you want to maintain your health. She taught that lesson to me and to others, so many, hundreds of others. Uh, but I took that lesson to heart. If I really love her, if I really love my children, if I love my mom and my siblings, I want to be around to be with them, to serve them, to pr provide for them, to care for them. And so that starts with me taking care of me. Wow. Yeah. Now, you turn so many lights on to where I want to say to the listening audience, 
Don't let her out of your sight. She's yes, Stay yes, right on her like a dog on a rabbit because <laughs> God is utilizing her to turn the lights on and, and showing you the how-to and from what Bishop just mentioned, the, the benefits of it and the other importance of us taking care of ourselves and how it impacts other people's lives. Don't let Dr. Tony out of your sight. Amen. Tell Amen. other people about what she is doing so that they can bring their candles to the light that God lit, that passion that God lit in her, they can come and bring their candles and go back home and take the light of the model, the example that she has set, and its impact. Now, you just heard from Bishop about its impact on him. That's and right. others to where this is what you want to do. Stay connected. And well, that's her as a Joshua take you into the promised land Amen. of healthier living. Amen, amen, and amen. Dr. Ellison, thank you. Thank you. You have been a wonderful dialogue partner on this. Um, I appreciate your words of wisdom, your words of instruction, the way you have modeled healthy living for our community. Yeah. You Absolutely. know, um, and so when I met you, there was something in me that just connected automatically, and I knew it was around that whole message of self-care, health, and wellness, and having a theology. Um, of self-care that's not deprecating or that doesn't, you know, sometimes those of us who are Christians, we feel like um, to say that we're taking care of ourselves, that that's sacrilegious or God doesn't want us to take care of ourselves. We're only supposed to be about caring for others and serving. While that is true, Jesus also said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. First commandment was to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And so we cannot love others any better than we love ourselves. So it starts with us and then it works its way out to our family and to our loved ones and to our community and And so thank you, thank you, thank you both of you for modeling what it means to be healthy men, be healthy husbands, healthy fathers, healthy pastors, healthy leaders and voices to our community. We are so grateful to have you in our life, Dr. Ellison. We're grateful that you are a friend and you are a partner in this ministry and you are you are a, a, a brother beloved. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bishop Alvarado, you want to have one last thing to say to Dr. Ellison before we let him go? Well, I too am grateful for his presence and his friendship, his tutelage and instruction. Our men have not been the same for the times that he has connected with us. I'm putting information on the screen, Bishop. Go on. I'm uh, putting and- information. Okay, good, good, good. And so um, I want everybody to to drink deeply of the wellspring of knowledge that comes from Dr. Calvin Ellison. His books are available, I know, on the local outlets like uh, like uh, Amazon and the and the uh, the uh, 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 there it is the website and the websites whereby you can tap yeah, into his, those resources absolutely. Uh-huh. And always, always, I always read it too when I because there are people who are listening. Who are not may not be watching. So sure. will you just read it out for them? No problem. Menmagnifyingmanhood.com mm-hmm. or successdynamicsincorporatedinc.com. Those are two places whereby you can access Dr. Ellison's materials and his teachings and his books and be able to plug into his network because I've come to discover no one can succeed in this area by yourself. 
Everybody needs a community of people around them to support them. I have a Dr. Tony and a self-care network of people. Others have a Dr. Ellison. Who do you have right now that's in your self-care inner circle, in your self-care board of directors, in your self-care community, helping you to remain healthy for the rest of your life so you can live until you die? Yeah, live and Well, and Dr. Tony, I would like to add also calvinellison.org. 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 I'm sorry I missed that one, Dr. Ellison. Calvinellison.org. You can find him on Facebook at Calvin Ellison. You can find him on Instagram at calvin.ellison.39. We are so grateful to have him, his books. You can find on Amazon, as Bishop Alvarado said, and on his websites, calvinellison.org and all the other men magnifying manhood and success dynamics incorporated, inc.com. Thank you again, Dr. Ellison, for being our dialogue partner, kicking off this month, the month of June, um, the uh, episodes that um, that we're going to have the rest of this month are going to rest on what, what you shared today right. uh, because you have given us some really good things to consider and to think about. And so we appreciate you. We honor you and we give God praise for you. And we look forward to reading more of your books and hearing more of your talks and seeing you model what it means for black men, particularly to be healthy, spirit, soul, and body. Thank you for helping us with this conversation on self-care for not only women of color, but men of color. God bless you. Well, thank you for allowing me to be on such a dynamic platform. God bless you. Hi, this is Dr. Tony Alvarado. I am so delighted about bringing the Harmonize Your Life podcast to you. Would you do me a favor? If you are enjoying this podcast, would you email me at hello at drtonyalvarado.com? I want to hear from you. I want your feedback. I want to know if there are any other topics that you are interested in as it relates to wellness, self-care, nutrition, or just overall bringing harmony into your life. Email me, contact me at hello at drtonyalvarado.com.